Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good morning. I'm Robin Colbert, and this is Madison Forum. This morning, we're catching up with a very familiar face and voice in uh, the Madison area, not just Madison area, southern Wisconsin for many, many years, former anchorman Greg Jeske. Greg, thanks so much for joining me. Robin, it is great to be here. It's, uh, it's nice to hear your voice again, too. Now, um, how long have you been away? Most recently, uh, you spent a better part of your career at WKOW, correct? Right. I was over there for about 13 years and left in 2018 to start my own company, J-Dog Productions, LLC. And uh, that was actually going to be coming up now. That was 18, so we'll be coming up on three years here in the spring. Do, do you look back and uh, uh, hesitate, or are you glad you uh, made the break when you did? I got to tell you, news anymore, you probably are glad you got out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there are those days that um, I, I, I kind of uh, have the pang of wanting to be back in the middle of it all. But, uh, no, I, you know, in some ways, uh, Robin, I wish I would have done it sooner. Um, and just because I, I really have wanted to focus on documentaries full time for a long time. And now that I'm able to do that, it, you know, in 2020 hindsight, of course, yeah. um, it, it's easy to look back and go, geez, I, I wish you would have done that five years earlier. But um, sure. as it is, I, I feel fortunate to be where I am right now. And uh, you are a native of Wisconsin, right? I believe, aren't you from like Poinette or something? Yeah, graduated from Poinette High School. I actually grew up though on uh, the east side of Madison from like uh, being born to uh, second grade. Went to Shank Elementary um, for a couple of years and then went to Poinette High School and uh you got the lacrosse after that for a couple of years, Marquette after that for a couple of years. Uh, those were back in the days when college uh, wasn't really as costly as it was now. Oh, so, yeah. uh, Everything. Enjoyed. Everything is costly now. Right. So now, okay, uh, speaking of uh, the cost of living and making a living, um, uh, leaving a profession to do something that, uh, a profession that, from what I gather, you very much uh, enjoyed and you were very good at, uh, but going into something that kind of has been your passion, is there any money in it? So you make, uh, and I obviously don't want specifics here, but uh, Greg, how does one go about getting into a documentary business? Where Where is the venue, where these pieces go, these films you put together? Uh, that was actually uh, part of, of my decision to go ahead and do it when I did in 2018 because of the fact that there are more places available to show documentaries these days. Um, you know, uh, not too long ago, you were really limited to television. And then, you know, just uh, a handful of channels, let's say, that would uh, be available to try to buy something like that. And there is a lot of competition, uh, you know. Oh, God, uh, yeah. Out there as far as documentaries go. Um, so uh, the venue aspect of it is actually um, uh, great because of the online, um, you know, uh, opportunities. Um, as a matter of fact, when I completed my documentaries uh, about a year ago or a little more than a year ago now, um, it, COVID had just set in. And I was, you know, I was in the process of setting up big um, uh, theater showings, um, you know, with public forums and Q&A afterwards and that sort of thing. Um, and and all of a sudden, 
that was not a possibility. Mm. Uh, you know, and if you guys remember, you know, we were all kind of sitting around in March going, okay, you know, maybe this will be over soon. And obviously it wasn't going to be. So um, in April, I, I was, I, I was just chomping at the bit and then, you know, also, you know, panicking a little bit, realizing, oh my goodness, how am I, when is this going to end? And what's this, you know, how am I going to keep my stuff relevant? You know, there's always that timeliness aspect, right? So, uh, you know, after some soul searching and then, you know, you know, just kind of, you know, uh, deciding, you know, what, what my options were, I decided to release them both online while I had a captive audience. Um, it, it would just it just kind of occur to me that, you know, yeah, it looks like we're going to be in this situation for a while in terms of being at home. Uh, people are going to be looking for more stuff to watch online. Let's do it. Um, so money was not the driving force there. Um, it was really about getting eyeballs on my first two uh, projects. And down the road for somebody who is successful in this and can make a career, where does, uh, you know, when you show something online, does somebody have to pay a fee to watch it? Or, or where does the money come from? Or do you get uh, sponsors for it? Or, you see what I'm saying? Sure. Um, you know, there are, there are foundation grants that um, you can uh, apply for and receive in terms of getting some money to get started. Sure. If that's a, if that's a, a concern, um, and, and also, you know, depending on the on the situation, you can get a full project funded. Um, fortunately, you know, back to the online aspect of everything that um, we do, GoFundMe is available, and I have Go, uh, GoFundMe accounts for the, the two documentaries that I release. Um, I also have fiscal sponsorships, um, which allow me to uh, uh, go after uh, foundation money that would normally go to a nonprofit. I'm not a nonprofit, but the way it's set up is. Uh, if you are sponsored by a nonprofit, um, you being me, um, or any other you know documentary company, or, or a lot of different entities, um, you're able to um, work the, uh, the the tax deduction aspect of it um, for for larger contributions. So let's talk. Well, first of all, I gotta I gotta ask you because I'm sure people are curious. Why is it called J Dog Productions? And uh, for our listeners, if you, if you've never seen it online, uh, Greg has a an adorable beagle in the photo with your logo. I gotta imagine uh, that's probably your beagle, right? Well, actually, for the record, he was a bagel, and that would be a basset beagle. Oh, neck. okay. Um, and and uh, as you see more pictures of him, you really see that facet in the front. He really had the hound thing going. Uh, Buster passed away uh, actually in 2018. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, it was uh, it, it was very tough. Like he used to lay in the position of a J, and so on the local uh, that you'll see on the website jdogproductions.com, that's what you see. Is yeah, I took a picture standing over him at one point. I actually, took dozens over the years, but um, of him laying like that, and my son was able to construct it into a, a logo and. That's sure. I'm looking at it right now and you are right. Oh my gosh, that's adorable. Well, that's a, that's a nice tribute to your your buddy that uh, unfortunately no longer with us. But uh yeah, fun name. So, now let's talk about uh you have okay, your two documentaries out and uh I'd say both uh well received here. Uh talk about the what was the first one? Interdependence. Interdependence and that name is derived from the word independence. Um, and if you put the, if you again look at the uh, the title page for that on the website, you'll see the T E R is inserted there. Uh, it's a story. Um, it's a collection of stories. It's a documentary about people with disabilities, and interdependence is the term used um, for those folks who are trying to live independently on their own within the system of supports that you need as someone who, let's say, is confined to a power chair. 
um, uh, support such as caregiving, um, medical attention, and, and that sort of thing. So uh, that's the, the, the backstory behind the title, Interdependence. And um, it, it, it came uh, about as, uh, as a result of me emceeing an event or being asked to host an event. Uh, the Disability Rights Wisconsin group at its 40th anniversary in 2017, I want to say. I was asked to do that, and just as a, in the course of you know, learning about an event that I'm going to be a, a part of, I, I started to hear stories of, you know, the, uh, all the red tape and just, you know, these, these untenable situations, um, people who wanted to get jobs and live on their own, people with degrees and master's degrees um, who happened to have disabilities. Um, so it, it occurred to me, I had previously done a, a story on racial disparities here in the Madison area and Wisconsin in, in, in general. Um, a year before that, and a lot of what I was hearing from people with disabilities in the disability community just rung so close to that marginalization mm-hmm. that people, the people of color face. Um, so I started to, you know, put my notes together, and that uh, uh, was one of the two first ones that I decided to do coming out um, with my new company, just because I had a lot of the background done, and um, it was something, you know, very fresh on my mind. And you know, I was fortunate to be able to, you know running into some wonderful people who are willing to share their stories and, uh, you know, some chunks of their life with us in terms of, um, you know, sort of invading their privacy about what it's like to, you know, be a person with a disability. And um, uh, in, in fact, uh, I see here it's being used by the Autism Society of uh, South Central Wisconsin and uh, used as far as uh, teachings at Edgewood College, huh? Yes, uh, there have been a couple of instances, actually several, uh, where we're, uh, we've been asked uh, if it would be okay if classes um, and, and different groups of people, not necessarily all academic classes, some community-type groups uh, as well. But just as a way, it, because it's sort of a primer to, uh, you know, sort of an introduction to um, um, the disability community, what it's like to live with a disability, uh, you know, and, and the point I really try to make, Robin, and, you know, one of the, the final thing, I guess, you know, the point that really made me decide this is definitely a documentary is because any of us could be in that position mm-hmm. and in need of those services at any time. You're talking a stroke, you're talking a car accident, you're talking flipping on the ice. You know, you come down wrong and all of a sudden yeah. you're in the chair. Um, and it, it really is as, as fast as that. So uh, as part of the documentary, we certainly talk to people who uh, as, as it's called, have acquired disabilities. You know, they, they weren't born with a disability. And we also talk to people who, who were, um, you know, born with uh, uh, different conditions um, that they have continued to, you know, obviously deal with throughout their life. But also, you know, in the process of that have really uh, successfully in a lot of cases become independent but are in that sort of grind, they always, it, it, it's just a constant thing. You never are, are sort of done with all the paperwork um, and done with the system. So um, that's, that, that's part of it. So, and so in a way, it's, here's what you can expect if you end up in this situation. And ultimately, you know, what I try to do uh, is get people hopefully to think, acquire a little empathy about, you know, whatever the subject is, in this case, people with disabilities, because you could become one of them, and then go to that next level. Okay, what do we do to make this better? Uh, because that is the crux of the thing. That's why the documentary is interesting, right? Because you're looking at people going through these challenges where you're just like, wait a minute, yeah. you know, this, yeah. this isn't right. Um, so so that's sort of the gist of that. And is this interdependence, is this uh, the, the focused on those uh, uh, with developmental disabilities or those, as you had mentioned, a, a stroke, you never know, or a slip on the ice? Is, is it like... Uh, 
recovering and uh, learning to live with it out on your own as opposed to, because i got to imagine another big area of concern is over the years, uh, dementia and uh, Alzheimer's and uh, other memory disorders. Uh, Is that involved in this or is that a whole different other subject? You know, we don't sort of have someone who represents every single disability in in the um, hour-long program, Robin, but it does cover um, uh, people with autism, people with physical um, disabilities as well. Um, In fact, as part of uh, kind of where we go on the angle of people with autism, we focus on a family who has a child on the spectrum um, and and, and try to relate what it's like if, for people uh, in that situation, um, from the kid's point of view, as much as we could, certainly, and we followed into school, but really from the parent's point of view and how it is a full-time job to advocate for your child yes. when they have a disability to make sure that they are getting what the law says they are uh, they deserve and they are allowed to have. Uh, so, 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 you know, it, it, it's a real broad, you know, people with disabilities. I mean, you could go on and on, uh, you know, for days in terms of the documentary. So in terms of focus, uh, we, we, you know, try to, you know, pick out different things of, of, of maybe relevance and, and interest in and that part of it, um, you know, to have a, a child with a developmental disability and, and, and have them mainstream in school and, and what, what that is all about. Um, was the one way we went in, in terms of uh, showing people, you know, again, sort of um, what it's like and, and, and what it could be like for you. And now, is the documentary, you said this was an hour long, the interdependence, is that the standard format for a documentary? Uh, because we have film shorts, which I'd imagine is a little different than a documentary, or is it? Well, you know, I, I think, uh, you know, it, it kind of depends um, how you want to term it. Um, the other documentary that I uh, did and released, Justified Journey, is about 45 minutes long. Okay. So, you know, that doesn't go the full the full hour. And you certainly have seen documentaries that go eight hours, um, usually split up into, you know, uh, more manageable segments. But, it, it, it you know, a certain amount of it is budget, Robin. You know, how much sure. you, know, you can afford to, to produce. Um, and, and for me, I, I, I try to also keep it within my wheelhouse in terms of um, – what I know I can do a good job with. Um, and coming out of the box with the new company, I, I, I wasn't, you know, I had thought, what about two hours? Um, but that's the other thing, you know, with online these days, those old, you know, I'm, I'm hearing myself talk in old TV terms. It's got to be, you know, 55 minutes or um, 75 you got, minutes. Yeah, you got to catch their attention within the, you know, the quick tease. Yeah, all that. And Right, and leave commercial time and all that. Well, now you don't have to do that. You know, you can release an hour and a half documentary online. Um, and there are plenty of places, you know, the, the Netflix and the Discovery Channels and, and, and those types of places that will run those. And, and that whole idea of needing to fit the, um, the, the network wheel of time, the hour with the, the, the different uh, segments, which is what I was used to for all the years that I produced documentaries as an anchor. Don't forget. So that's why I'm sort of always having to check myself that uh, you know, the, the, the old limitations aren't there anymore. Yeah, it is. I wasn't sure how in, uh, you know, uh, the independent film business or documentary, if they had different categories for each type of film, or it sounds like it's a pretty uh, broad spectrum. You know, with Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, it kind of comes down, though those categories come up uh, during the film festival submission times. Got it. Um, that's where you can run into, oh, I, I'm, I, I'm, it's not long enough to be a feature, uh, which is Justified Journey, for example. It wasn't long enough to be considered that, that feature, which is that 55 minutes and on. Um, uh, but it was also, in some cases, wasn't short enough to be a short. So there are a few places that I, could, that I couldn't enter it just because of those limitations. But each film festival has their own um, Got it. Yeah. sort of uh, criteria for that. But now um, you did get an award for interdependence. I'm seeing here a silver award uh, from, from the Spotlight Documentary Film Awards, and that was just uh, last year. Yep, that came up. They, they actually notified in January. So, yeah, that was late last year. Um, and also just got a recent um, uh, notification that Interdependence was recognized by the Winnipeg Real to Real Film Festival, um, which is actually going on through Sunday, if people want to check that out. Um, and actually, both documentaries uh, uh, were, were selected for that. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, and I want to get to the other one here, Justified Journey, which I'd imagine um, uh, really plays uh, its significance and being talked about now during uh, Black History Month in February. In fact, today, this program airs on our stations, Greg, uh, Sunday mornings. And uh, later this morning, there is going to be a showing of Justified Journey. Um, first, can you do a backstory of what this is about? Absolutely. Um, Justified Journey is a, I, I, I would imagine people in the Madison area may have heard the name Alex G before. Uh, the Dr. Reverend G is uh, a local pastor in Madison, and he is also the founder of the Nehemiah Center um, and, and is you know, a civil rights leader here in town. And he was a part of the number of interviews I did for a documentary uh, that I think I mentioned on racial disparities in mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Um, so as I got to know him a little bit um, through that, we sort of kept in contact, and he called me you know, about a year or so after um, the, that first documentary uh, aired and said, hey, I, you know, I've been trying to trace my family tree, and I had put a question out on, on, online a long time ago, and lo and behold, somebody finally answered. Um, and, and that was the start of him telling me about his, his, his up until then, his, his efforts to trace his roots. And um, it just obviously st- sounded very intriguing. Um, and so, so uh, there, were, there were some gaps in time. You know, those kind of things don't necessarily happen real fast. But um, once I was uh, uh, going with my company, he had called me and said, guess what? I actually met one of my white relatives, Dr. G's Black, um, in, in um, New Orleans. He invited me down. This is the person that had contacted him online. And... Uh, he said, uh, met this guy, uh, took some footage on our camera phones, plus camera phones. <laughs> um, what do you think about doing a story? Um, and, and so we got into a discussion about that. And then long story longer, uh, we decided that what we really needed to do was go to Mississippi and find the plantation where the black line of G started with the um, raping of Alex's great-great-grandmother by the slave owner at the time. Jeez. And there you have the white line of cheese and the black line of cheese off of that. Um, so we went to cemeteries and found uh, the, the gravestones of uh, the very first, the, the, the first uh, uh, son who was born, Henderson G. is his name, um, talked to some of his relatives down there. 
and um, then also interviewed Alex about his thoughts along the way and um, put it together in, in, in the story form that um, it's interesting, Robin, because this is my first attempt at doing a um, what I call a non-narrative documentary, and by that I mean I'm not in it and there's no narration. Sure. So it's more like a movie. Uh, than 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 um, than a uh, your standard documentary that you might watch um, uh, on television, and uh, so so that was a great challenge. And and just in terms of you know uh, what I needed to you know have to put this together to make it understandable and to um, you know make it interesting and and relevant to people. So uh, that it, that was a great project to be a part of, and I will uh, always thank Alex for the opportunity to tell his story, um, uh, especially coming right out uh, with, with wanting to do some new projects like I was. Well, yeah, what what an honor, actually, that you were along with him as he traced back his roots, and that must have been some powerful stuff in Mississippi with his grandmother, and wow. And uh, now Justified Journey is going to be airing uh, today. This is Sunday, the last day of February, last day of Black History Month, at 2 o'clock this afternoon, right? And you just, what, just, uh, Google, just go online and you can watch it, and there's going to be a Q&A after? That is correct. Um, Justified Anger, that uh, is a group that Alex G. Uh, formed, uh, is sponsoring it on Facebook. So if you go to Facebook and go to Justified Anger, you will find the, the link there. You can also um, check out my Facebook page, Greg Jeske, um, and I've got the link to register there, too. It is free, and um, we'll have some Q&A afterwards if you guys uh, have any questions in terms of uh, – what you just saw or anything uh, along the lines of um, Black History Month. Uh, uh, Dr. G and I are going to be on afterwards. So we'll figure, you know, it's about, like I said, about a 45-minute film, and then, you know, we're going to allow it to go to 3.30, um, depending on how long the discussion wants to run. But, um, you know, a nice mid-afternoon kind of break, maybe, um, without taking up your whole day. Yeah, and it is, it is getting, you know, it's one, it, it's nice you do it for your own your own passion, but to get the recognition sometimes, it, it's nice. Uh, it, international attention for this, uh, this film here, Justified Journey, in fact, best documentary in the Indian Indie Film Festival. You know, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, this is uh, my first experience with film festivals and that sort of thing, so I really, um, you know... I'm cautious to say anything, but I do find it interesting that that the they're more recognized. The films have been more recognized so far, anyway, in other countries. <laughs> uh, and, uh, I, I wonder sometimes just how 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 uh, willing we are, even though we say we're you know we definitely you know want to want to know more and educate ourselves. Sometimes it's interesting when the opportunity is there. People don't jump into it like you might think. Yeah, um, yeah, but that's it. One person's observation. Well, that's sometimes, yeah, we ignore what's in our own backyard and we're, you know, uh, dazzled by something that's happening overseas or what have you. When uh, is there a is there a hope, um, Greg, with your documentaries? Are you there? Do you put them out to uh, just enlighten viewers, entertain viewers? Or are you trying to make a political movement? Uh, Is it activist uh, journalism? Is there? Yes, I'm sorry, you cut out just a little bit on me at the end, Robin. Um, but I would say yes and yes to a couple of those descriptions. Um, uh, yes, I am trying to sort of enlighten people, um, if, if you want to call it that. Um, I guess, you know, just in terms of why I've done these first two the way I have, 
Um, one of the driving things uh, when I when I started uh, this company and left TV news um, for me at the time was the fact that I had spent all these years doing pretty surface um, coverage of life of mm-hmm. history. And as journalists, we're you know we're the the, the modern day historians, right? We're writing it down first, um, and, and you know that that was great for a long time for me. But what I found was that a lot more value came from using the medium, television or a video, um, to, to let people who don't have a voice have a voice. Um, I guess I found, uh, you know, that after 40 years of basically being the voice, I wanted to, you know, find these places. And, and these places also kind of found me, just in terms of people of color and people with disabilities, that I felt I weren't being heard in all my years. I hadn't heard that the, those things that I had, uh, that I was being told. So that's what kind of made me go. You know what? Voices that need to be heard. Um, and I guess the next step from that is is the the empathy part in terms of I don't I wouldn't call it political action. Maybe more social action, Robin. Sure. Um, you know, I, I I think you know I am of the mind that um, we're in the you know year twenty twenty one, and we're a really smart race of people, and we shouldn't be hung up on color of skin and physical or mental ability anymore. We should be above that. I mean, we can do it with technology. We seem to have no problem, you know, cranking this stuff out, the, you know, AI and everything else. But but what about, you know, our, our own wiring here? Um, we need to evolve more. This, this whole idea of digging heels in and, you know, what's mine is mine. Um, you know, we need to be bigger than that. And just hanging on to some hanging on to something because that's the way it was done in the past and that's the way it should be done and not uh, maybe uh, opening your mind a bit why some a, a different way might be better. And, you know, and it just holds everybody back when we're in that kind of uh, stagnation, Robin. I mean, you know, when we when we marginalize people of color, when we marginalize people with disabilities, you got to realize there are some really smart people you just put in a corner and decided not to listen to. And maybe they're the ones with the answer that we've been looking for, for whatever question you want to, you want to put out there. Um, I just think, you know, again, it's in, you know, our own selfish best interest to, to, you know, uh, allow everybody in, especially these days, you know, got a lot of people on the planet and, you know, plenty of problems. Let's, let's start to work on this stuff together. Um, This sort of, you know, everybody's in their own corner and, and, you know, spears out is just, come on, (laughs) you know, we're past that. And, and Greg, actually, we're gonna, these half hours go by so quick, and uh, we'll, we'll do this again down the road here, and hopefully uh, this time we can be uh, together in studio uh, once we see these restrictions, hopefully, keep our fingers crossed, start to uh, be lifted. Uh, have you, um, are you working on your next documentary, or are you in the process of uh, coming up with one? I actually have a couple of uh, projects that I'm working on um, that I can't go into great detail about. That's okay. Um, other than to say that um, one of them does involve uh, another aspect of our society um, that we tend to um, not pay that much attention to, um, and we leave then a group of people who don't get paid attention to, and then we all end up paying this price for that. So um, I, I'm hoping that that is going to be able to come to fruition. But I, I, I'm, I'm also hoping, Robin, to be able to kind of you know do that longer, um, longer research-type project um, that maybe does go to that two-hour uh, documentary link. Um, and and so, so that's kind of what I have uh, in my goal 
um, list anyway in terms of moving forward. Well, your goal is to knock Ken Burns off the top spot, is it not? <laughs> you know, I can't even I can't even uh, respond to that other than to say, you know, it uh, someone like that, he, just like an athlete, uh, a pro athlete to a, 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 an aspiring athlete, Absolutely. they're in right? You know, uh, and it, that it can be done. Um, but, you know, in, in, at the end of the day, uh, you know, you just um, have to believe in what you're doing um, and try to learn as much about the business aspect if you're somebody like me as you can and uh, hope that you can keep moving ahead. And, uh, yeah, we focused on your documentaries, but uh, you also um, put out uh, on your uh, site your uh, uh, J-Dog Productions where you have other um, interviews. And uh, I, I saw I was just uh, watching one the other day, uh, a, a snippet with uh, Fred Risser, long time state senator uh, from Madison here who just finally retired after I don't I forget how many years so you have uh, other things to uh, view also online uh, absolutely um, I've been doing documentaries since the late 90s at television stations where I work and so uh, what I've done uh, I've got a, a YouTube channel J Dog Productions LLC on YouTube um, and I got more than 60 videos there a lot of which are the segments from various documentaries that I've done over the years um, for instance, uh, when I was in Reno, I uh, did a documentary on what had been the oldest casino in Nevada, tallest, oldest casino in Nevada, when it was imploded. And so um, we were there that morning when it was imploded live. Neat. And then we also, I also had built this documentary around it. So there are segments from that um, and, and, and many of the others. Uh, the world's oldest mummy was uh, uh, actually featured in one of the documentaries I did out there as well. Um, that was on Native Americans. Um, in in the West, and um, so so that's available for you to see as well. Spirit Caveman. So you touch you touch many different sectors, and and there are, I'd imagine uh, most with a very uh, serious storyline, but also you know uh, well the history of the casino. That just, that just sounds fascinating to me as well. Sometimes we like to sit back and just not think too much, Greg. <laughs> You know, I, I don't blame you. And yes, I have been really, really lucky uh, to to cover the range of stuff that I have. Um, uh, you know, another one of my favorites um, was uh, out, out, uh, from out west. It was called the Snow Farmers, and it's all about the history of skiing and snowboarding there in the Sierra. Uh, Reno is right there in the Lake Tahoe area. For those of you who might not be um, uh, aware of that, and it's just a big um, area where people have been skiing and snowboarding for a long time. Uh, so that was a, a lot of fun. Again, with just the history aspect, uh, can be so fun to. To, to, yeah. to watch, kind of realize something. Absolutely. Well, our time is up for now. Uh, Greg Jeske from J Dog Productions. Thank you so much, Greg. Uh, it was it was really interesting uh, to listen to you uh, this morning. And also, I want to remind listeners again, the Justified Journey, Greg's uh, documentary, is going to be airing this afternoon, two o'clock um, online. Again, uh, Greg, you should go to just Google Justified Anger, and you'll find it. Right. On Facebook, exactly. On Facebook, great. Greg, thanks again. You've been listening to Madison Forum. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.